of the. There we go. Yes, definitely. Okay. Says in the sect in Megillah of Beis, Omud Beis. The Mishnah says in Megillah of Beis Omud Aleph. We all know, right? Prozim, Oreha Prozos, the cities, the open cities, the cities which don't have a wall around them. The Yemosiyoshua Binun, the walled cities, those cities which aren't walled from the days of Yoshua Binun. They read the Megillah on the 14th of Adar. The walled cities, the Mishnah says, read 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 the Megillah Sester on the 15th. The Gemara asks, where do we know this from? And be so kind, okay, and open up to, on your stone edition, to your Megillah Sester on page 1260. So the Posse test on the right column, on the bottom of the page, two lines from the bottom. Yeah. The POSIC says, okay, now Yehudim, Haprozim, John, yeah, you have the. Okay, Yashikoyak, no, I'm waiting. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay, you're listening. I'll say it even louder. Al kena Yehudim haprozim hayoshvim baorei haprozos oisim esyem arbaos alchedesh ador simchol mishnah v'yomta v'mishnah manisim v'shalorayim. Says the Gemara, due to the fact that it says in the pasuk hayoshvim the Yidden who live in prozim and orei haprozos oisim arbaosor, they make the purim of the yom arbaosor. From there we know that those which are krochin amukafin chayim are those who live in the walled cities. They read on the 15th. Asks the Gemara. Maybe the ones in the cities read. You're right. They don't read just on the 14th. Maybe they read on the 14th and the 15th. True. Let it be. It's clear from the, from the, from the Megillus Esther. Like in Pesach Chofalaf it says clearly. That there are two days celebrated. There's one part, one, it says, let, read, take a look at Chof Aleph, page 1261. So there's the 14th and the 15th. So the Gemara asks, true, let it be from Ba'ariya Prozis that the walled cities aren't like the open cities. But maybe they, so therefore they read on the 15th, but maybe they read on the 15th and the 14th. I don't mean they read only on the 15th. Says the Gemara, Apostle Chof Aleph. If it would have been written in the Pasuk, like to celebrate a Siyom Arba excuse me, so then there would be a sequence and it's one unit, 14th and the 15th. Because it says it breaks it up. Es, hifsik. It's posak. It, it dissects it. It segregates it. It separates it. And therefore it tells us that no. 
that the, those who read on Chambisha also don't read on our bones. It's a Gemara, it's a Psakalocha, and that's what we do. And you'll take out a Gemara with the Messiah Sashas. The Rogachover himself, I don't know if he even bothered look, looking there, or maybe Yishas didn't even have it. But Bechol Eifim, the Rogachover going himself, is Mitzayin to a Gemara, Misichta Bavikama, and also a Gemara in Avodah But your standard Vilna Shas has a Messiah Sashas, also these two Rogachovers, where we find in other places, the Shas, like a Misichta Bavikama, Dav Samachet. And in Avodah you'll find also the same concept. The Gemara says the same thing. That S is mafsik, where there is a shaklavetaria, no other halochas. The Gemara says S is mafsik. So we have mefurushi Gemara here. What's relevant to us is pouring partial. In the Shaila says Shuvis Sharefrayim, Simen Memches. He writes as follows: Shoal Oisi, something like that. Shoalni maskilechod. I don't know if he means maskil, maskil. He was trapped. Yeah. This Shara Ephraim was one of the Gdoli Yisroel. He, uh, he was a student going back close to 400 years ago. Originated in, Lithu- uh, originated in, in Lithuania and thereafter became a Rav in Offenbach, I think. Anyway, we're in Hungary. And after a minute, the outcome. In Budapest, in, in the Hungary somewhere. In Hungary, he was a Rav at the end. The outcome. He was a, a Talmud close to 400 years ago. He's a big one of the Gdoli Yisroel, Kadmoinim. Uh, he's a, a student of the Chalkas Mechoikik, one of the Beforshia Shulchanoruch. And uh, for instance, just to bring it closer to home, he was a Rebbe of the Chacham Tzvi. The Rebbe of the Chacham Tzvi. Chacham Tzvi was his grandson. Chacham Tzvi was his grandson. So just imagine, he's uh, from the big guns, so to speak. Sha'ali maskilecha. Good evening. Yeah. What's his problem? He opens up to a parsha. Well, let's open up to parsha's kisisa. We're learning parsha's kisisa. It's getting late. We better get moving. I'm stretching it out too much. So let's take a go. Voshneller. In parsha's kisisa, Hakadosh Baruch Hu introduces for us the din of the kier and the kanoi, right? The basin where with the yidden Moshe, the koyanim before they enter the heichal and before they prepare, they do the avoda. Those who want to know the details and the specifics, take out a Rambam Bilchas B.S. Migdash. Perik. Hey. And a Sefer Achinuch. Mitzvah Kovov, you'll have all the details about the Rechitzas Yodayim Veraglayim. It's called Kiddush Yodayim Veraglayim. They have to sanctify their hands and feet before they enter the base of Migdash, before they do the Avoid. Okay. And this is all based on this Pasuk, on this chapter. In other words, we also find it repeated in Parshish Pekudei. But the main... Ish, the main uh, mitzvah, the initial mitzvah is here in Parshas Kisisa. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Vasisa Kir Nechoshes, and then Kodesh Baruch Hu continues on and he says, Varachat Suar Nevonov in Menu Esyudeim Vesragleim, etc., etc. Now, why it's written here, not with the Klea Migdosh, with the other Klea Mishkon, it seems it should have been part and parcel of Parshas Tetzaveh. So I saw already Rabbi Yisrael Pchur Shur in his, the Pirush Pchur Shur on Possibly others say different, say other Birushim due to the fact that this was merely a prerequisite, so to speak, something preceding the Avoida. It wasn't part and parcel of the Avoida, even though the Halocha is that it has a din of Avoida. In other words, when with the Rechitzes Yodayim Veraglayim is performed, that has to be done in a manner of Avoida, the Gemara says Lepur. That's why it's a din of Sherus, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it has a criteria of service of Avoida. That's where it cannot be done sitting, it has to be done after standing. Nevertheless, because after all it's a begeder, hechsher, 
to the Avoida, therefore, so to speak, set aside, not together in Parshas Tetzavah, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu describes all the other Kleishores, and it's a separate in Parshas Kisi. So that's what Rabbi Yisrael Bukhar says. But whatever the case is, that's Pshat. And yeah, so, so this Sha'alni Maskelechot, what's the problem? Read the Posuk Yutes. It says in the Torah, V'rochatsu Aaron Uvonov Mimenu Es Yedeyem Ve'es Ragleye. What's the problem? Ve'es. Now, when you learn the Chumash, the Pashtus, it means, they have to wash their hands and feet. Meaning, they have to be Mekadosh, they have to sanctify their hands and their feet. Take a look at Rashi. Basically, he, he, he based his question on Rashi. What does Rashi say? Says Rashi, together, simultaneously. Rashi quotes from the Posek, Torah says you should wash and say, sanctify the hands and feet. So Rashi has to be at once. Not hands separately and feet separately. He did it together at once. So before the Gemara says, How did he sanctify his hands and feet? He places the right hand on the right foot. The, the yoda has smallest, al gabar ragle has smallest, the left hand and the left foot. Mekachon, and he sanctifies it, and he has uh, like the, uh, like, uh, the pashtus. I mean, it's not so simple, but we'll soon discuss it. Maybe to some, we'll touch on it at least. Right, the kir, according to most mythology, the kir had faucets, right? So the faucet was put on, turned on, put on. The pashtus is the way we learn. The, the coin himself, it comes out very clear from other places. From obvious places, different places, that the coin, there's one, the same coin who's sanctifying his feet and hands, turn on the faucet. Okay, the question is, does he put on the faucet before? Does he put on the faucet? Does he put on the faucet whilst he has his hands on his feet? And that's major problem. How does he manage that? And take out a orach shulchan ha'osid in Hilches Dias Amigdosh. Major problems he has with it, and he says a couple of words. in the safer Mogen Shoal from one of the Gdoli Lite. His surname is Katzen Ellenberg, I forgot his first name. But Bechalayim is from the Deira Achron, in the, 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 with the, from Shavon, etc. You know, with, together with the Zecher, Yehoisev and others, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, so in Shailas Achubas Mogen Shoal, Simon Zayin, it's a new Shailas Achubas published in the last 15, 20 years from K- Manuscript, Machen Yushalayim published it. So he also has a problem with that, exactly what, when it occurs, and uh, Rav Kasher in the encyclopedia uh, on the Chumash, Teresh has a lengthy exposition in it, exactly what's going on. So I'm just, let's go on. I'm sorry, I just raised it. Just not to be mevalbal, you God forbid, but here we go. So what's the issue? The issue is, Arachi says Mefurish, that is Bebasachas. So he asks the question. Rashi quotes from the Chumash, right, the words, and Rashi, right, and he says it's together. The hands and the feet are together. If the hands and the feet are together, the S, the Gemara says Mefurish, where it says VS, it breaks it up, it dissects it, it segregates it. Right? That's why Shushan Purim is not like Purim. That's why the walled cities are not like the open cities. Right? Because it says, La Seisoisom, you may whatever, yeah, the S, Chamisha also. So why over here we say the Yudem Veraglayim are together? It says V'yes. He has a lengthy beer, the Shari Ephraim. By the way, this Shalas Shuvah Shari Ephraim. Simon Memches is quoted by the Chassam Seifer and Shalas Shuvah Ephraim is in Kuf Tzadik Dalet. And also by many other G'dolei Ahreinim V'yad Dovid in Misech Tezvachim. The Chidor, many G'dolei Yisrael quote the Shalas Shuvah Shari Ephraim and discuss it. 
in length. Of course, the Rogat Shabbat going doesn't. I don't even know if he knew it existed, but whatever the case is, it's not relevant. Let's just go on. The son of the Sharif Rhyme published his father's works. Of course, the father requested of him to publish his works. He published the Sharif Rhyme, and in there, there are notes of the Sharif Rhyme, son, one of the Gdoli Israel. In other words, he reconciles his father's, the Shaila S by his father. Uh, the, his father himself reconciles it. But let, just, let me just bring to your attention what the son says. The son says a very interesting thing, a Poshut thing, Pshatova thing, down to earth. That's why I'm, I'm happy to present it to you. Uh, of course, then we'll soon come to what the Rogi Trevor says. But the Iker, the son of the Sharif Rhyme says as follows. He says, you will take out the Gemara and you will see that there are two opinions on how one is meant, to, the Koyen, the Koyanim, before they do the service, before they enter the Eichel, the sanctuary, how they're meant to wash their hands. The opinion Rashi introduces is the first opinion. That's the opinion of the Tandakama. Tandakama. There's a second opinion of Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehud. Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Yehud's opinion is as follows. He says, the coin is meant to hold both hands together like that. Places one hand upon the other hand. And then he places both hands, he, sorry, he places one foot upon the other. The right foot on the left foot. He then places the right hand on the left hand. And then he places both hands on his feet. And that's the way he sanctifies his hands before he does the service. So the Tanakam is of the opinion. The right hand is on the right foot. The left hand is on the left foot. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudha says, nothing doing. That's what he's having an example. Yafer, yeah, exactly. Says the Rambam. Exactly. The Rambam adds. That's what he does. The Shoycha. The Rambam adds that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yafet. Is it Yafet? Toysus discusses it. Listen, listen. You see, not the Gilgul Rishon. I'm sure the Kapar of it. So you can be mechavet to Toysus Kasha. My father, all of our Sholem, once walked with me. Yes, Lozana Guter Better. So my father walks with me to 770 once, and he was learning punct which mesechta he taught us it's a nozer. He was learning mesechta nozer. He learned. He was like, you do learn. Didn't learn that for me because he says Rabbi Meir Shapiro should have introduced. Uh, Omud Yoimi, not a Daf Yoimi. It's like Rabbi Taitz made a Daf Shavua. Because he says a Daf Yoimi is too much. An Omud Yoimi, you can concentrate, you can know it, you can understand it, you can absorb it. Okay, whatever, that's what he said to me. He said that. So he was learning Mesech the Nazar from Chlukas Ashas, you know, the Lubavish is learning Shas and Mesech a year. Anyway, so he, he went to World War II. That was the, the, one of the times I was frightened to be with my father was because I knew he, he's either going to test me Talk to me in learning, and it wasn't especially Gishmak, but thanks to him, I'm, I'm learning. Okay, before Vaita. So he says to me, Asvara, he says to me, we say, some, like a concept, we're walking, we're always gain lady. So we're walking to the Rebbe's Fabrengen. So he says to me, uh, a word, and he says to me, a, a, a rationale, a svara. And he asks me, what, who does, whose svara does it sound like? You know, so he wanted to see if I'm a maven or if I'm a learner. So I said, I, was, I knew my father was going to get me stuck. So I said to him, I wasn't an idiot, but I wasn't the biggest one with So I said, it sounds like Rab Chaim Brisker. I said, I swear, it passed for Rab Chaim Brisker. So my father says to me, it's a tasteless in the Sechtenosin. So he says to me, you know, the reason why Rab Chaim Brisker was able to say such swear is because he knew all the tasteless. Fibaldi knew all the tasteless, and so therefore Rab Chaim Brisker was Rab Chaim Brisker. I'm saying you, you the cop arbit. The cop arbit is double. Come on, we have time to have work and toysness. So the digimora said, makes no difference. The cop of arbit, the tough ligging in them doesn't dance. Okay, I'm going to go further.
So, no, 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 let's go on. Definitely. The, uh, the outcome. So the second Mandalorian says, oh, so according to the second Mandalorian comes out that we have both hands together and both feet together and then the hands and the feet together. So everything's together. The feet and the hands and both hands and both feet. Everything's together, right? Ah. The Mele, listen carefully, says the son of the, of the Sharafraim as follows. The second Mandalorian says everything's together. Both hands and both feet and the hands on the feet, right? So the Mele, the second Manda Omar, this of the Tanakam, right, who we follow, holds no, that what, the right hand on the right side, on the right foot, and the left hand on the left foot, right? He disagrees with Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda. Why does he disagree with Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda? Because it says in the Torah, Ves, Es Yedeyen Ves Ragleyen. And because it says Ves Ragleyen, so if the Torah wouldn't have written Ves, I would think like you. That both hands have to be together, both feet have to be together, and both the hands and the feet have to be on the top of each other. But due to the fact that they're right, and the Gemara says that wherever it says ves and s in between, it's mafsik, it dissects it. So that is the basis for the first Tana to learn that we don't have both hands together, and we don't have both feet together, we don't have the hands on the feet, we have separate, we separate the right from the left, and the right is on the right foot, and the right is on the left foot. But how does he know to say? that the right is on the right foot and the left is on the left foot. This, after all, on that Rashi says, look at Rashi says, In other words, the, the maskil echot thought that Rashi derives that it has to be together from the ves. So he was mistaken, says the son of the Sharaf No. He, the reason this opinion holds that the right is on the right and the left is on the left and not together is because it says yes, that dissects the right from the left. Cannot be together like the second opinion. Right? And Rashi therefore says, as Yedei and Esra claim, the reason why it has to... Nevertheless, it's Bebasachas. Nevertheless, it has to be together. But not in a manner together. Like the second opinion, because then it, what do we need to be asked for? It has to be together just in the manner he is... He, his opinion is, and that is just the right on the right and the left on the left. Okay. Only though the hand should have been separated from the feet. Because the hand, and then the S is separating the hands from the feet. I thought the right hand would have to be on the left hand, and the right foot would be on the left hand. Okay, so you have to look in the foreshadowing of why there's no such an opinion. But there's no such an opinion, to my, to my, to my knowledge. Okay, just to my knowledge. Good. The relative to the other... Yeah, we're talking. Re- re- okay, we said. Nevertheless, okay, okay. But we bowed and I believe so I couldn't help you. But the Mirza Hashem, if we learn Mizrach, we'll reach. We'll learn Mizrach. We'll welcome together. We'll work on it. I'm sure the Mefarshim will deal with it. Okay. We said before Zvaiter, which according to that, it seems like it's a big time a problem for the second Manda Omar. So true, we've reconciled Rashi. When Rashi says bibas achas, Rashi doesn't mean in total bibas achas because it says vs, right? We have a problem with the other mandama, the one who says that the both hands together, both feet together, and the hands on the feet. So it's in total. Sure, it's it's mamish one unit. It's mamish combined. So what does it say vs? Vs has to dissect it. In what way is it separated? Okay. Which of course the Shara Fran doesn't deal with that, but the Rabbi Shover going does. He doesn't bring the Shara Fran. He brings a machlokes in Gemara, and he says, according to one man Omar, it's bifnei atzmoi, and according to one man Omar, it's bibas achas. 
He doesn't explain what he means exactly, but I believe he means just that. He says, look in Mesechtus Vachem, you will see if it's to get at once, at once, or on its own. I believe the words mean, if you take the Gemara at face value, he would mean, Bebasachas means the hands together, feet together, and the hands with the feet together, that's Bebasachas. Bifneyatsim would mean that we have the hands on the feet and the hands on the feet, but they're not Bebasachas, it's Bifneyatsmai. The right side is separate from the left side. That's what I would read the text, just without going into nitty gritty. There's room to argue on that, well, possibly if time will allow. End it. So the Rogachover asks, Ulamanda Omar Bibas Achas Loma Hach Ves. According to the Manda Omar who holds Bibas Achas, that's Mamish totally at once, all simultaneously together. Bibas Achas. Why is there a Vaach? Why is, excuse me, why is the VS written? And he then says, Vaayin Megillah, Ubaba Kama, Vavi Dezara, the Kama Megillahs. Right? And what does it mean? Look there, like we just said. Wherever it says VS, it segregates, it separates it. If it's Bibas Achas, there's no segregation. The Meshech Chochma, Rabbeir Simcha, in Meshech Chochma, from Dvinsk, he says an interesting pshat in the Ves. By the way, the pshat we just said on Rashi, I want to let you know, is a phenomenal pshat. Because if you'll take out a Sifsechachomim, and an Erechayim HaKodesh, they say the total opposite. The reason the Erechayim HaKodesh says the reason why, it says, Es, Ves, to tell you, that the S basically means with. You can never have hands without feet. You can never have feet without hands. That's what he learns. It's after combining and contracting. We're putting them together. Says the the Arachayim Akodesh. We're also arguing one of them anyway. Yudayim. What is S Yudayim? Yudayim. S with something else. With feet. Right on the left foot. Right on the right foot. The S Raglem. You can never have feet without hands. You always have to have the feet with the hands and the hands with the feet. So according to him, the S and the S. Is coming to include, to marvel, right? Not to, to exclude, but to include. Not to be mafsik, but to combine. And that's the way the Sifse Chachamim says in Rashi. He, he also learned in Rashi, Bibas Achas, at once. He said, ah, Rashi knows it from the S and the VS. Just like the Arachayim HaKadosh says. And the fact is, according, to, it doesn't seem to follow with the Gemara and the Gila, right? And therefore, I'm introducing to you what it says in, by the, in the Shalaz Yitzhiba, Shara Ephraim, because that would be the more appreciated way of learning this Rashi. And therefore, by the way, you'll take out a Gur Aryeh from the Marami probe, you will see that he also has a total different way of approaching it, that we don't know it from the S and the VS, etc., etc. He speaks about because Yidayim is mentioned before Raglayim, there's a problem because of that. Look at the Gur Aryeh on your own, and the Klechender, Ramey Domplotsky, has a discussion on this Gur Aryeh, and besides the fact, Rabbi Yosef Engel, in the Sefer Tziyunim Latura, has a lengthy exposition on this Gurariye, which is really phenomenal, and therefore Baton doesn't allow to discuss it. I'm sorry, I'm just sending you off to look there, and you'll appreciate it. You look there, and you'll like it. Let's move on. Rameir Simcha has something to say on this VS, and he says a Givaldic thing. Again, he brings, he also introduces the Gemara in Mesech Megillah, right? The Gemara says, VS separates the feet and the hands. Why is there a separation? It seems like it has to be done together. So he says as follows. He says, here the context of this parsha is what? He's talking about the Koyen entering the Besamikdash to either enter the sanctuary or he's entering to do the Havod. Right? Like you take out the Rambam and also the Sefer HaKinuch HaMitzvah 
He then introduces to us that there is another halacha of Nitilas Yodai. And that is, when the Koyanim partake of Kochim, when they eat sacrificial meat, they also have to wash their hands. And that's a Sifri in Parshas Korach. It's derived from a Posuk in Parshas Korach in the Sifri. The Sifri derives it from a Posuk that when we eat, not just when we enter the Besamish, but when we also partake of sacrificial meat, we also have to wash our hands. Listen, that's Midori Raisa says, Rameir Simcha, but that applies only to the Koyhanim. But uh, commoners, those who was Zor, those who aren't the Koyin, the non-Koyanim, who also partake of sacrificial meat, the Bailin, right, the Korban Shlomin, when you bring a peace offering, they only have to wash their hands, Midorabon, and that's Takona Shloim HaMelech. But Midorai said the Koyanim who partake of their sacrificial meat have to wash their hands. Says the Rameir Simcha as follows. The Allah is they only have to wash their hands, but not their feet. The halacha is that you have to consecrate your feet and your hands. Kiddush yodayim v'raglayim. That's the halacha. That's the halacha mentioned here. That's when we enter the base. I'm English to the service. But when we're, uh, we're consuming the sacrificial meat, the halacha is, and that's derived from Pashas Kairach, only hands and not feet. His hands like on a I can't help you now. I really don't know. Don't know. No bracha, no bracha. He's something. Is there a bracha for this? Kiddush yodayim v'raglayim? No, I don't know. Yafet, kubi da it. So I'm telling you in Sefer Yechayim Pe'er from the Bendina Rav. No, you ever heard of the Sefer? Benes, no. I saw it today. Benes. I really look at it, but I once bought it. Why? Not for his droshes. Because he has Kedusha Torah and Rambam and Zvokim and Menachas. So in the Sefer Yechayim Pe'er and Zvokim Dafyutes, Mama, she discusses also the V'es, etc., etc. And he brings, it would seem that you have to make a brocha on Kedusha Daim Baraglai. He's Medai from Arashi and Kiddush Adam Raglaim. And then in the, in the brackets it says, Va'ayin Shail, Ayin Shail is a Chubas Haraj, Vesimit Kuf Lamedhei. Things that it says, or Reish Lamedhei. I looked, I didn't see, I didn't find, so I'm not sure about the Chubas Haraj, but it says before she Yechayim Peher, look there. Okay, let's go on. You know, hey, listen, you keep on throwing me off. But I appreciate it. Go on. You keep on only proving the original point. When the Kop Arbit, you're concentrating, just you, anybody. Any Eid. You could be the biggest London if you're out of it. Nothing doing. And you could be a Eid who's not the biggest London, but you're in it. The cup out of it. Basically, what did the Vilna going say? What did they say in the Vilna going? Vilna is not going. Vilna! You know, I think they say the same thing I saw somewhere on Rabbi Kiva Eger. So they touch, I think. What do they say on Eger? Oh, uh, do, uh, do, do, I don't know, there's a title in Yiddish, they say Eger? Oh, there was Egerik, I think, something like that, the Star, the Will Star, or something, Nigerik, but I think they say something on the Eger also, they play, they play on that also. Okay, minor business, before the Vita. Okay, so Bemeler, Rameir Sipra says a Taira Zach, it says in Meshachoch. He says as follows, take a look at the Possek, Baruch to Aaron, the Vodav, Menevay, Sidei, and Ve'esra Gleim, ah, when the verochatsu are in the one of me, many ways you dayem, right? There are, there's a verochatsu, right? But sometimes it's only you dayem, ve'es raglaim, we're separating the raglaim from the day. When it comes to kiddush yodayim ve'raglaim, right? To enter the base of Mikdosh to do the avoider, it's yodayim ve'raglaim together, right? But there are times where it's ve'es raglaim, that the raglaim are not with the dayem. When is that? When we're washing our hands to consume the sacrificial 
the, the, the kachim, to eat the kachim. When I eat kachim, I only wash my hands and I don't wash my feet. So Torah, it's marumas, and this lotion where the Torah speaks about the yadayim, you're not lying, to tell you that there's a verse. Amol, there's only rechitzes yadayim when you're what? You're, you're eating kachim, there's only rechitzes yadayim. That's why the Torah put in the VS in relation to Achilles Kochim. Yeah, but any Hanami, Kiddush Yadayim Raglaim is always Yadayim Raglaim. Never got Raglaim on the third. Never. So the S Raglaim is going. Again, the S is dissecting the Raglaim from the Yudayim. That the Kenamol Zayn Yudayim on Raglaim. Okay. Rameir Simcha Meshachachmal Asar. Yeah, um, before weiter, Mendel Kasher, all of our Sholem in his Torah has issues with it. I'm not so sure. Anyway, you look there, you'll see what he says. Mainly, it's his problem. Before weiter. Now, just let me just bring to your attention a couple of things here, and that is number one, the the Rogachover, the Rogachover going, he wants to reconcile this issue, right? And he starts telling us as follows: the halacha is good. The halacha is as follows. We're discussing about Rechitz Yodayim Veraglayim, right? Uh, they have to consecrate their hands and their feet. Uh, yeah? The Gemara says in Mesichta Chulin, Davkov Vavamadbeis, says the Gemara, it quotes a Braise, and the Braise is in Teisefte, um, in Mesechte Yodayim. Ich gedenke nicht. Yodayim und Menaches. Becholeufen. In Teisefte it is written, quoted in Mesechte Chulun, Dav Kovava Medbeis, that the halacha of Chatzitza, intervention, applies not just by Tfilas Kol Haguf, and not just by Natilas Yodayim, but also by Kiddush Yodayim Veraglai. And that is, the halacha is that when one is toive, right, dips, immerses in a mikveh, right? So a woman, when she has to immerse in a mikveh, or a male, when he has to immerse in the mikveh for tumah vitara, for kochim, for going into the base of mikveh, etc. So the halachas of interventions apply. Chatzitza. There isn't allowed to be a chatzitza, right? The same applies for Natilas Yadain. Take out a Shulchanora, Tilchas, Natilas Yadain, Simikuf Samachalaf. There are halachas of Chatzitza. That when you wash your hands for bread, right, you aren't allowed to have any Chatzitzas. And therefore, there are halachas. If someone has, for instance, a cast, so therefore, when one has to go to mikveh, it's not so portioned, right? What does he do with the cast? What does she do if she is in a cast? When you wash Natilas Yadain. What do you do if you have a cast, and what part of the body, and how much of the body, etc., etc., etc. I remember Oliver Sholem, Rabbi Marlo Oliver Sholem, who was one of the Rabbonim in Crown Heights. Zolazayin Ogishet, and he was also my Rebbe and my teacher. He was an early Chayid, and he was a big Talmud Chacham, and I remember he would not, like the Rambam says, he never was mevatel tefillah scary. He went to Mikveh daily, regularly, with a cast on his foot. He had a full length cast on one of his feet. I don't remember, the right or the left. And I remember him going into Mikveh head first, with his foot out. Unbelievable. And he dived in. And he dived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how. Anyway, Bechalai, either how you treat the hand or the foot or the section of the body when you are terrible with a chatzitza, with a, a section of the body which has an intervention, a chatzitza. In other words, that's where the halacha is. There's a din of, for the mikveh, there's a din of chifa, 
right? And that is that you have to comb the hair and also cleanse the body, that there shouldn't be any interventions. The same as Allah and Hilchas Natila Shadayim, that you have to look through your nails to see that there's nothing underneath your nails, etc., or on your hands, etc., etc. You'll take a Shulchan Aruch, you also see that many halachas of Chatzitza, which is Hilchas Natila Shadayim, is derived from Hilchas Chatzitza and Hilchas Mikvois. They're all, they, 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 they overlap, etc. The same applies with Kiddush Shadayim Veraglayim. When the coin had to be Mekadosh Yodah Veraglov, the din is, so this is a Tosefta in Menoches, sorry, but Tosefta in Menoches, Perik Aleph, quoted in Mesich Techun Dav Kuvov, that there too the halacha of removing Chatzitza is applied, they have to remove the Chatzitza, there should be any Chatzitza also by Kiddush Yodayim Veraglayim, just like Mikvah and just like Benetil Yodayim. Okay. Uh, interesting to note, uh, there's a Lashin in Harambam and Pirush HaMishnayis in his commentary in the Mishnah. And that is in Mesechta Yodai in Perik Beis, Mishnah Beis, quoted both in the Rash Mishans, in the Mishnahis, and also in the Rambam's commentary on Mishnahis, he quotes a Tosefta in Mesechta Yodai in Perik Aleph. And there it says an interesting thing in the, in the, the Tosefta, it says that when the Koyin places his hands on his feet, yeah, he's Mishaf Sheif Yodov Beraglov. Mishaf Sheif. Mishaf Sheif means he rubs. He massages. Okay? So here we find as follows. Two Pirushim I see. So the Rogachover going, the Rogachover going raises that the Rambam doesn't, just brings to our attention that the, the, the Rambam does not uh, uh, quote so in, uh, in, this, in the Yada Chazok. He doesn't, he omits it. He doesn't bring it in the Yada Chazok. That he has to be Mishafshif Yodov Biraglov. But what is the Pshat of the Mishafshif? So the Rogachover going says, it's really Mephurshe Chazdei David. The Chazdei David says it already. David Pardo in his Pirush and Tisefta in Menachas, which basically is repeated by Rab Chatzkel Abramsky in his Chazon Yecheskel. It's most a fair bit of the Chazon Yecheskel is basically verbatim from the Chazdei David, even though he doesn't quote him, but he had it, and we didn't have it, so he brings it, but he adds. But Cholayf in the Rogat going says, I don't know if he even looked at the Chazdei David, or if he knew it existed, because whatever, it's a Pirush HaSholem. The, the Rogat going also says so. That what the Rambam, what the says in the Seth, the Mishaf Shev, it means that's the gather of Chafifa. Just like we find this Aloha of Chafifa by the woman or the male when he has to make the immersion. And also he has to make sure to remove the Chafifa's intervention, things which inter- uh, yeah, intervene. al uh, the same applies for the, for the Koyen and the Koyen before they enter the Beis Amidish, the Kiddush Adonai, also demand that he has to do Me'en Chafifa, that's the Meshach shape. The rubbing, so to speak, to make sure that nothing, evident, anything which is intervening should be removed. Okay, that's a, a whole separate discussion. I'm just bringing it to your attention, bringing it closer to home, how you see that basically they just identify with each other. The different halachas of, of, of tvila and, 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 uh, and the consecration, consecration or whatever, they, we're, we're dealing with the water, that the halachas of tzitzah also apply. Uh, another shot is found, actually, uh, mm, uh, brought... And later on, I saw both Pirushim quoted in the Sefer Oyer HaYoshar from Harav Shmuel Hilman, who was a Rav in England, who was the father-in-law of Rav Herzog. Known Pirush HaYoshar. So he in Zvachim also brings this Pirush. And so the Rav Chatzka says, another Pirush, that you have two things which are tightly together, right? So you have to loosen them up in order for the water to get there. But there's a halacha that if it's, it's wet, right? It's been originally uh, yeah. uh, dampened. So then, even if they're sitting on each other, there's a concept of hashoko, 
In other words, then the, it, it connects. All the waters connect to that section. Two, sitting on each other. So he says, that's what the Rambam means to say when he places his hands on his feet, right? You should be Mishafshev. You should make sure that the water shouldn't stay dry when the, the, the hand is kissing the leg, right? So he should mix kissing the leg. Yeah, kissing, kissing the leg, okay. Yeah, hugging the leg. Yeah, when it's sitting on the leg, when it's choking the leg, so there should be water there too. So then the rest of the waters, which is poured from the kir, the kanoi, the kir, so then it makes sure it also connects it, so therefore there's no shaila that has aloha of a total... Uh, 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 yeah, Tvila. Or kiddush. Yeah. Okay, uh, the fact is that this is not, excuse me, uh, this is not mentioned in the Rambam. Okay. Yeah. The Rokhachover going goes on and says as follows. When we talk about Chatzitza by Kiddush Adayim Veraglayim, Mistome says the Rokhachover. Mistome, most probably, Mistam, we, what is the, sh- the size of the intervention which is regarded as an intervene, intervening uh, object, uh, uh, size, Chatzitza? Says the Rogat Shover, Mistome Rov. That's the Lush of the Rogat Shover. Vihine minastam dafke roif. Mistome dafke majority. The majority of the section which you have to immerse. So a majority of that which is being immersed or needs immersion, right? So if a majority of that area which has to be immersed is, has an intervening, something intervening between it and the, and the mikveh, or the 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 the, 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 the kiddush the kiyor the waters of the kiyor so that would be regarded as a chatzitza. Now this yid here says ah the Rambam means most the Rogachavur going means most probably what it says in the Sikhta Erev the rule is the Gemara says we're talking now dinamidor rice according to the Torah it goes as follows the Gemara says ruboy umakbid choitzitz. Now, according to Pirush Atoisvis, and that's the Psakaloha, this is also a Pirush of Rashi. The Gemara says, Ruboy Umakbit Choyzitz. If, we're talking about the full body, right? The body has to be immersed in water. If there is an intervening uh, object, something which is intervening on the body, something's on the, on the body for whatever reason, either a garment, right? Which is not loose, it's tight to the body, or unfortunately a cast or whatever, and it takes up most of the body. Okay, and says the Gemara, and it's also Makhbit, the person objects having it. He, 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 he's, he's unwilling, he doesn't want it. It's a, he just has no choice, he has to have it, right? But he doesn't want it, he's Makhbit, he objects having that intervening thing on it, right? Therefore the halacha is, for instance, if you're a painter, right, and your hands are usually full of paint, so for a person who's not, a, who's not an artist, Right? So paint on his hand is an intervening object, and you have to remove it before you go into the immersion if it's something which is, has a substance to it, right? But a, a, a thing, what's it called? A, a painter or whatever, it's normal, it's natural. Or a printer, natural for him to have ink or stuff on his hand, so the Shukhanor says. So it's not a problem. It's not a zirrechtit, you have to be rubo or makbit. I'm not tasking halachas. I don't want people to go away from here to say, ah, even. Yes, even, of course. But depending, each ingel of the yonwe. Hilchas tzitzah is very uh, intricate and you have to learn the halachas. Okay, let's move. Therefore, yeah, the halachas are past. So the marshal, if, if someone has an intervening thing, the, the question is, if it's removable or if it's not removable. If it's not removable, because the doctor says it can't be removable, it could be api halachas tarach tzitzah, you get it? Because there, it doesn't depend on what the person objects. It's if the doctor says it has to be there, so the person wants it, even though in principle he'd rather remove it. 
You get it? Where if it's something there which is easily removed and it's removable, and you don't remove it, that's where the problem. For instance, if you have a wound on your hand, practical, practical aloha. You have a wound on your hand. So the band-aid would be chitza, the pashtas, when you wash it until for bread. And you have to take it and see how to relate to that. Okay? Some say you should keep, you shouldn't wash the hand, some say you should cover the finger, etc. Whatever. But if it's something which cannot be removed because you have a wound, and it has to be there because it has some ointment that has to remain there, and the doctor said so, whatever the fact is, or it's going to hurt otherwise, so it could be alpi it's not regarded as a chitza, poshit shuvis and alochas, etc. You have to look at it and examine it. I'm just bringing as examples, I'm not passing alochas. Let's go on. The Iker. Baal, baal, baal. Baal, baal, it's not so poshit. Baal, So Rugo Yomak, Pichoyitza says the Gemara, Midrabono, Midrabono, if it's the Mitch, so according to, in order for it to be, Regarded as a chatzitza, it has it's very light. In order, in order to be regarded as a chatzitza, it has to have be rubai and makbid, right? Object and the majority of the area which has to be cleansed. Uh, what happens if it's one without the other? If it's miut, right? It's the minority and it's makbid, right? Or if it's rubai ve'enay makbid. So those things are midarabbonon regarded as a chatzitza. Okay, uh, listen here. Uh, the minchas chinuch says all the halachas in mitzvah kovav. And this is also found in, uh, in the Chavitz Chaim, in his Pirush, in Lekuti Halochas, in Zevach Toide, in Mesichtes Vochim. That all the Halochas which is found in relation to immersion, right? By Mikveh. And the Mesichta Erevin of Rubo Yomakbit, Choitzitz, and Rubo Sheinu Makbit, Miyot Yomakbit, and Rubo Sheinu Makbit, etc. All of the Halochas which are the rising of the Ra'an, all apply to Kiddush Adan the Ra'an. Right? In other words, whatever we say, Benetil Shadaim, whatever we say, about Mikvois, but Tvila, so all those halachas apply also to what? To Mikvois, Shadaim, Raglaim. And like it seems from the sequence of the Tesefta, that's correct. Because it says, call whatever, all the things which are Chaitzitz by Benetil Shadaim and by Mikvois are Chaitzitz by Kiddush Shadaim, Raglaim. So it also has the same criteria. Okay, listen here. The Rogachover going says, I'm just talking about the Chitzitz part, just that little section. The Rogachover going says, you should know. That the Rambam, now he's not understood that the Rambam doesn't mention majority. You know why? Because the Pashtus, or when the Rambam says there's a chitzit, and the Rambam records this halach, in Perik, hey, mehilchas bi esmiklesh halach at or tevzvav, the Rambam records that definitely there's a din of, if there's something intervening, chitzit, and whatever is chitzit here is chitzit here, but the Rambam doesn't tell you measurements. Says the Rogachavit, it's like he says here, menastam dafkarov. We know generally majority rules of the majority of the area. He says, but nevertheless, the Ram doesn't mention Makbid. The Ram doesn't mention that the person objects. So he says, and we just mentioned, a moment ago, who has to object? The coin, right? He was sanctifying his hands and consecrating his hands. Rogachavar says, nothing doing. The Ram doesn't quote Makbid. You know why? Because it doesn't depend on the coin. Because the coin of a shluch the Rahmana. It's not up to you. In fact, Baruch says, you have to be consecrate your hands and your feet, right? And we say it depends on the majority. You want to also apply the concept of makbit. Makbit is when it's optional, when it's up to you to go to mikveh. You decided to go to mikveh. You have to go to mikveh. So go beside her. You say, it depends on the person. But Rehakadosh Baruch tells you, you have to do the avoid for him, right? And you're his messenger. You're not your own boss. So it doesn't depend on the, the, the individual's kind of poder. Shluch and the Rahmana. Tanya's the Rogachavar going in one of his story. So this doesn't apply according to the Rogachavar going of Makbit. I'm going on. The Rogachavar going wants to say as follows. And here the Rogachavar going clears as follows. This is what his query is. He brings to our attention of the Goinim and the Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchas Mikvois, Perik Beis, mentions Ashitas Hakein, Hoiru Goinim. The din is as follows. 
We just mentioned before the concept of ruba. The, the, the majority of the body, if it has an intervening thing, something intervening, it's a problem for the tefillah is not valid, right? It invalidates the tefillah, okay? The going himself follows. The din is that here, right? If you have single hairs which are knotted, the water will not come to those hairs, so it's called, regarded as an intervening thing. It's a chatzitza, so it's, it's a problem. So therefore, you have to make sure there are no knots. One has to make sure there's no knots in the hair. That's what they have to comb the hair. The goyim hold that if the majority of the hairs on the head are knotted, and therefore, even though the rest of the body has no tzitza, but the majority of the hairs of the head are knotted, the halacha is that the immersion is invalid. Comes the Rambam and he says, To me, it doesn't sound right. And he says, no, the rule will be that we have to incorporate, we have to measure it, we have to uh, 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 calculate the head with the body. And he says, only when the head and the body, and together with the body, there's, in other words, there's also a chatzitza on the body, and then together with the body and the hairs of the head make the majority of that whole human being, so then you have a problem of intervention. But you can't judge the head separately. Okay? That's what the Machloikis of the Rambam and the, and the, and the Goinims have. The Machloikis of the Rambam and the Goinim. Uh, and the, the Kesef Mishnah says, Ein achro, the Ravit agrees with the Goinim. He argues on the Rambam. The Rambam says, Ve'erali. First date of the Ravit says, Nothing doing. He's wrong. The Goinim are right. The, 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 forget about what the Sakaloch is. But the Kesef Mishnah says, There's no achro. We can find, and the Rishonim deal with this. And this is interesting. The Rogachavar derives from this, that this is not a specific argument in relation to here and body. There are achroinim, there are those who approach it and say, no, the here and the body, because that's what they, they're going to deal with, here. Here on the head and the body. So they say, ah, here and body, that's where the argument is. And that's Mefurish in the run, in the end of the second paragraph of Shmuz, where it's after finish. And that is where the run says, how do we know that Bachalal, there's a problem with on here, because it says in the Gemara as follows, it says you have to be toivel sorrow, the body, right? What does it say here? Sorry means the flesh, the, the skin, right? What is also but secondary, what's part of the, of the body. Es. So we derive from another part. Says the Ram, that's why the Goinim, says Mufurish in the Ram, on, on the reef in the end of the Sechta Shavuos, he, re, he records this machlok, the Ram of the Goinim, he says, ah, that's why the Goinim said that the head is different than the body. Because it says S is a separate posuk to tell us about here. So that's why the here is judged separately and the body is judged separately. Okay? And the, and the briskerov and the Chidusha agrees, explains that the Rambam also knew that. Nevertheless, the Rambam learned that this posuk of S teaches us that it's part and parcel of the one body. So therefore, I like the exposition the briskerov and the Chidusha agrees on the Rambam. Okay, we're moving on. The Rambam Shavar Goyen learns that it has nothing to do with here and body. He brings tens of Gemaras to show that there's room to argue to split up the body in pieces. And interesting to note, the Meiri, in the Sikhta Erevin, when he introduces the Shita Sagoinim, he says, A Chiddush of the Meiri. The Meiri says, the Goonim will be of their opinion, not just by here, but every, every limb. We will judge hands separately, feet separately, etc., etc., etc. And they will be judged. In other words, the hands, if the majority of the hands have a chatzitza, who cares if the rest of the body doesn't, nevertheless, it will be regarded as a chatzitza. Just like here, that's a goinim. Chiddush Godel of the mirror. No one lives like that. But that, so Bechalai from the Rabbi Shabbat, that follows nicely with the Rabbi Shabbat going, he learned that this is a general argument and the Rabbi Shabbat going comes and says, listen, what is the human being? He has many limbs, right? Is he one nekudah? And that's Harkova Mizgis, right? Like we said, that it's comprised and they're all blended, so they become one Akuda, one unit. 
Right? So therefore we say, if, if we also therefore we regard and we see every limb as part and parcel of the rest, and therefore we can't judge separately, to dissect the person in pieces, or do we say, no, it's a harkovish chenis, we can judge each limb separately. And he says, therefore, that's the machlokis between these two opinions. The opinion who says you have to do hands and feet together, because they hold that the body is one unit, so therefore hands and feet have to be together, hands together, feet together, and on top of each other. Where the other opinion who says, no, hands and feet, and hands and feet is because lavdafka, the separate limbs are separate issues, and therefore we judge each thing on its own. And then he goes on to say, that's the VS. The VS we're trying to dissect. Uh, dissect. The VS is telling us that the day of Raglaim are not judged as one unit, and therefore we say that the robe and the majority will have to be made up only if the hands and the feet together are have their thing. No, we'll judge hands separately and feet separately. Now, if he's saying this according to which man the Omer is questionable, I don't know. But the Iker is, he says this is Aluk in relation to Chatzitza. That's why it says VS, that separates the Raglayim from the Yedayim. And therefore we will say, and it follows with the concept, he says, because we will say that, and, and if you read on, you'll take a look at another word. It says, it says, Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, there's no VS there. So the Rabbi Shabbat going wants to say, doesn't explain himself, and he says, that's a chilek before Luchas, before the Shvira Salukas, and after the Shvira Salukas. We discussed this in the past. But the Luchas Rishonis, the Kolatarikula, was one unit. That's why the Jews served idols. All of the whole Asar Sedibus had to be broken, because every Dibur was connected with the other. So therefore, just like the Luchas were one unit, that, it, that expressed itself also in the Am Yisrael, they were one unit. They were one Mitzvah, one unit. And therefore, it expressed itself also in the human being, that they were regarded as one Akuda. That's only before, before the uh, Chet Egel. After the Chet Egel, unfortunately, they were degraded. And everything was segregated. Everything was split up. And everything was, was, was so to speak, broken up. And therefore, even though they're, they're again put together, we have new Luchas, but each, each Dibur is a separate Dibur, not interacted with the other. The same goes with the human being. I believe that whichever wants to explain with this, why if you take out a Pashas Pekudei, it only says over there, Verochsu Esyidei Vies Raglein. Because over there in Pashas Pekudei, it's Eta the Chatehega. So there it's Lechola Deis, it's Es, the Raglein and the Yedeim are segregated. Here, before the Chatehega, there's room to say that the Raglein and the Yedeim are one unit. By the way, the Minchas Chinuch also paskins, that when it comes to judge and analyze and calculate the Chatzitza, we don't uh, merge the, the, the hands and the feet together, etc., etc., but for totally different reasons. Not because it's regarded as one unit with the whole body, but for other reasons. He has other proofs. I have to go down, so I'm sorry. Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I don't, 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 I